0: Game is done.
1: Hey, everybody loves Tim Kate. Let me hear
0: you. Time for Dodger Talk. Are you ready for the
1: brand new day, Let me hear you.
0: We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. Tim Cates is great. L.A.'s favorite sign. 866-987-2578. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito.
2: Seasoning partner of the Dodgers
0: by Navian Tankless Water Heaters.
2: For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com.
0: And by Chevrolet. Find new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, Tim Cates. Oh, just another Dodgers win. They beat the Brewers tonight 12 to 6. Hi, everybody. And welcome to Dodger Talk. Here on this Wednesday night. Thanks for being with us here on AM570 LA Sports. And on the iHeartRadio app, we appreciate you listening or downloading the show. You can download it for free on the iHeartRadio app or Spotify or wherever you see fit. The Dodgers get the win tonight, 12-6 to over the Milwaukee Brewers, as Andrew Heaney went six innings, gave up just two runs on four hits, struck out 10, back-to-back games now that he has punched out 10, Last time out, though, he got the loss in Milwaukee to the Brewers after giving up three home runs. Tonight, he gave up a solo home run on the third pitch of the game to Willie Adamas, and I thought, uh-oh, oh, Oh, no. The home run bug is going to bite him again. But the Dodgers' offense is what came through tonight. Four runs in the bottom half of the first inning. They retake the lead and never look back as the Dodgers explode tonight against the Milwaukee Brewers, Adrian Hauser, got the start when two and a third innings. He didn't even have a chance out there. The Dodgers teed off on him. He didn't help his case with walks out there as well. As the Dodgers sent nine batters to the plate in the bottom half of the first inning, Hauser threw 39 pitches, gave up four runs on three hits and walked three. As the Dodgers down one nothing, quickly took a four to one lead. They were up four to two going to the third. Hunter or Austin Barnes. Uh, fielder's choice scoring Chris Taylor made it five to two. And then for the second time tonight, the Dodgers send nine batters to the plate. This was in the fourth inning, four runs, five hits and a walk in that inning alone. As the Dodgers go on and win by a final of 12 to six, eight, six, six, nine, eight, seven two, five 70 is our number 987 nine eight seven two2570 Not many nights. You come on the air on Dodger talk and you're talking about Hans or Alberto pitching unless it's last night. And tonight, because it's now happened in back-to-back games that the Dodgers have sent out a position player to pitch late in the game. Also, the second night in a row that the Milwaukee Brewers sent out a position player to pitch the eighth inning. The Dodgers last night took advantage of Victor Caratini. Tonight, the Dodgers sent out Hanser Alberto. He got a couple of outs, then hit a batter, gave up a home run, was able to get out of it with the home run. The two-run shot to Hunter Renfro, the first home run he has given up in a couple of years. Hunter Renfro tonight did the damage. Willie Adamas did the damage. The two of them combined for all six Brewers runs. That was the only offense they had against the Dodgers tonight. But tonight was all about the Dodgers offense. Andrew Heaney, six innings, looking good. To me, though, still needs to polish up some things. To me, Andrew Heaney pitched well. Probably pitched the best he's pitched in a few months. Certainly gets his first win since April 17th when he beat the Cincinnati Reds. But Andrew Heaney tonight, six innings, two runs, four hits, 10 strikeouts, one walk. He threw a season-high 91 pitches, and that was something Dave Roberts has been talking about since his last start and really before the game today, emphasizing it again. They need more from Andrew Heaney. The The fact that he gets into the third, fourth, fifth inning in Kansas City, remember he got into the fourth and then got hit by a pitch and came out of the game with the contusion on his arm. Not his fault, but certainly you'd like to see him go deeper into a game. He's had some shoulder issues with two stints on the IL. This is his first win since April, so that kind of tells you the window and how how far between his his starts were because of those stints on the IL. But now that he's back and part of this rotation and has been now for a few weeks, really, since the 1st of August, tonight was his fifth start here in the month of August, he went four innings, four and two-thirds, three innings in Kansas City, four and two-thirds in Milwaukee, and tonight his deepest outing Six innings, ten punch outs, ninety-one pitches. He needs to keep doing that if he has any hopes of being in this rotation coming October. It's not a slight on Andrew Heaney, and not putting him down by any means. He's been really good when he's been out there. But if he wants to be part of this rotation in October for playoff baseball, Julio is, and and Tony Gonsolin are one-two right now in this Dodgers rotation in October. There's still some questions, obviously, about Tyler Anderson, in my opinion. Certainly now questions with Andrew Heaney. If he's ready for October baseball, and we don't know about the health of Clayton Kershaw quite yet, we know he threw a bullpen session today, and we'll throw a four-inning sim game on Saturday in Miami. If he checks all these boxes, he's scheduled to come back Labor Day weekend when the Dodgers return home against the San Diego Padres. But between now and the first week of October, when the playoffs begin, we need to find out who's going to be that third starter for the Dodgers. Because look at the playoff schedule, Dodger fans. There's a lot of back-to-back games. There's not a lot of rest come October. And remember, because of the week-delayed start because of the lockout, they have to make up games throughout the season. you got a doubleheader coming up. you got six straight against the Colorado Rockies to end this season. and The season gets pushed back three days. And then the, the playoffs in general are going to be fast and furious. So you're going to need multiple starters. You can't just get away with having Schilling and Randy Johnson. You know, you've got to have a one, two, three punch in this postseason, at least as far as your starter is concerned. And right now, Tony Gonsolin, Julio Diaz, they're two, I've got penciled in already as starters for this October, but who will be that third? Andrew Heaney, more performances like to this tonight can make a case. But I think Clayton Kershaw, all eyes are on him to see whether or not he's healthy and good to go and lengthened out enough to give him what they need come October. Because remember, you get to that roster in the postseason, and once it's set and a pitcher goes out there and doesn't have a great game, all of a sudden your bullpen starts getting used more, and you can't just say, oh, I'm going to swap out guys here on the roster. You can't do that because then, if it's an injury, that's one thing. But they can't come back the next series. So keep in mind, you know, there's there's a lot of factors come October. you got to have starting pitchers ready to go and be lengthened out and stretched out as far as innings and pitch count and be ready to to go out there and, and go deeper than they have been most of the season. You, you can't have three inning efforts. you got to have five or six inning efforts if you're the Dodgers. And at that point right now, who is the third starter for this Dodgers team? I think it's a wait-and-see mode in the final six weeks. But again, another outing like this from Andrew Heaney. Start building these back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. And you can make a case, certainly, as you get ready for October. 866-987-2570. Tonight, the Dodger bullpen, a little rocky with Caleb Ferguson out there. Certainly didn't get help from Joey Gallo. I get it. You know, with two outs, ball hit to left field, guys on base. Joey Gallo misplayed the ball. It goes off the top of his glove against the wall, and two runs scored there, and what they officially called a two-run double from Willie Adamas. It should have been the final out of the inning. Kayla Ferguson should have got out of it. Instead, he walks the next batter, and Dave Roberts comes and takes the ball from him after 26 pitches. I don't think it's his fault. I just think he's a victim of bad luck there with that ball off the top of Joey Gallo. So I'll give him a break. Bruce Dark Gratterall got out of the inning, and then Dar Gratterall pitched an inning and a third to uh, pitch the eighth inning, and then Hanser Alberto in the blowout got the ninth. But tonight, the offense exploded. Tonight, the Dodgers had seven extra base hits, a home run and six doubles. It was the top of the lineup, the middle of the lineup, and the bottom of the lineup all contributing. Tonight was one of those nights you often hear about the Dodgers. Where, When is it in? Where is there a hole? If you're a pitcher on the other team or if you're a manager on the other team and you're looking for an advantage in the lineup, if you're looking for a break, as they say, a guy that uh, isn't going to hurt you more than others, you look at a lineup like the Dodgers tonight and what they did, and that's one of those nights where you're like, man, there's no break. There is no there is no opportunity to catch your breath. There is no opportunity to go out there and have an easy at bat against somebody because Betts, Turner, Freeman, Muncie, Turner, Gallo, Taylor, Bellinger, Barnes, one through nine tonight, they were all impressive. 866 987 We'll get back to your phone calls in a second. Also today, Major League Baseball released the 2023 schedule. And some highlights to look ahead. If you're a Dodger fan, who's coming to town, and where the Dodgers are going next year, we'll get into that coming up. But first, let's check in with Jose. It's time to go around the horn with Jose Moda. All right, Jose, tonight one of those nights. Andrew Heaney, all you he need to do is go out there and uh, pitch good, because when you get a four-run first, and then another four-run fourth inning, and twice in the game the team bats around the lineup, uh, you have to do something. Pretty awful to to lose a game. But tonight, Andrew Heaney, to his credit, Jose, six innings, two runs, four hits, ten punch-outs, and he got over that initial home run to Willie Adamas and and really pitched well tonight.
2: Well, Tim, we uh, talked about it before the game, and to me that was one of the biggest concerns um, and also you know one of the biggest issues with him is to make sure that he doesn't get into this home run-allowing mode, Mm -hmm. which I've seen, of course, in the past. But um, it's good to see him bounce back from that. And the fact that it happened early, I think it just at least gave him a leeway to say, well, that was a bad miss. It's not where I want to miss. Mm-hmm. Um, he pitched, and that's the most important thing. It's all, always nice to go out there, obviously, and pitch with a lead. But at the same time, I think for Andrew Heaney, the most important thing is getting through through the five, the number five and getting into six. That's a bonus for his ball club, for his confidence. Uh, it's a boost for him. And um, One thing, I, I saw more 92s tonight than I saw 94, 95s. Mm. Early in the game, and uh, my first thought was, "Well," and I was sitting next to Tim Neverett, I'm like, um, "Here's what I like to see: is if he starts spinning the ball more, mm-hmm. he's going to get some swings and misses, and then you're going to have a team like the Brewers, who are, you know, a slugging team. Let's not get that wrong. They have a lot of home runs. In fact, one of the Dodgers. Well, they're going to just not see the fastball at ninety two the same. And he did that. He would start spinning the baseball more, and you see the swings and misses. Uh, as he mentioned before, too. Uh, it's it's you got to aim to miss some barrels, and I'm yeah. glad that he stayed in tune today. Got some velocity back, threw some 95s, and it was fun to watch. I, I know it means a whole lot to him to get to five, and you know a bonus to get to six.
0: Jose, I felt for Adrian Hauser out there. I mean, he took a one nothing lead out to the bottom of the first inning, and I don't think he realized what he was about to get into with this Dodgers <laughs> lineup. And they battered around in that first inning, and you know, I I, I didn't see a lot of close ups of Hauser on the TV broadcast, but I imagine he's probably looking over at that, uh, that that first base dugout saying, help me, get me out of here, because there was just no break in the Dodger lineup tonight. One through nine, there was no holes. There, there, there was no there was no time for any Brewer pitcher tonight to take a breath.
2: You're right. I mean, it's one of those times when you're not supposed to make the start. Remember, this is supposed to be uh, to Mr. Ashby. Um, all of a sudden you're throwing out there. And, all, oh, it's the Dodgers, by the way. <laughs> and now you have a one-run lead. Now you're thinking, I'll have to protect that lead. And then you see a Dodgers team that we know they're, they're, you know, they're so dynamic in so many ways offensively that they did not go out there thinking, well, let's go out there and swing the bats against this guy that's throwing, you know, 92, 93, uh, not really a remarkable breaking ball. He didn't have a feel for it. Uh, he was missing locations, missing spots early. And how about we just how about we just play it out? Let's get the pitch count up. And we've seen this time after time. If it's time to slug and a guy you have to attack early, well, you go out there and attack early. But uh, this team is never in a hurry, never in a panic. Uh, there's different methods and even methodology of beating teams and tonight we saw a different one. But man it just once it once it begins, man it, the line just does not stop.
0: Jose I'm trying to trying to figure out what to make a, of the position players pitching now in baseball and I get uh, it in a blowout uh, game it happens, but back to back nights granted it was a 10 one game last night and it was a 12 to four game going into that ninth inning. but I don't know I don't want I don't want to go down this road too often and have position players out there pitching and throwing 68 miles an hour. And last night the Dodgers benefited off of that and got a couple of extra hits and runs late in the game off of a position player pitching. And I I don't want to see this happen too much more.
2: Tim, I agree with you 100%. And I know that a lot of fans love this. I do get it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a little variety. It's it's diversion and it's entertainment. But, you know, these guys are not prepared to feel a comebacker. They're not prepared for a line drive coming back to them. And All I'm right. now I'm going on the total opposite way, okay? Okay. It is still risky, okay? And I would love to see somehow – I don't have the rule about the how many runs are up or down with. But like you, I don't want to see this every night. It's, no. it's just, you know, baseball went down this trend, and it seems like if it happens – to one team or two in a week, then then 10 teams are doing the same thing. So I'm right there with you. And please, please, fans, take this the right way. To me, is more of the risk. Um, I know you want to save an arm, but, you know, at the same time, we need to get back to guys out of the bullpen that after they throw 12 pitches, you throw them back out there for another inning. Yes. And if you're worried about tomorrow, and this is in general, everybody, okay, in, in baseball, if you're worried about tomorrow, then use the same guy and let him go 25 pitches. You don't have available for tomorrow, but he just saved you another arm because tomorrow the guy that starts might go a little bit longer. But um, like you, again, I'll say it again, I, I, do, I do hope that this trend somehow uh, comes to an end.
0: Tonight, offensively, the Dodgers had seven extra base hits, six doubles and a home run. Everybody got into the fun tonight, including Justin Turner, who tonight goes two for five uh, with an RBI, hitting now 260 on the season. But uh, I look at what the top of the lineup did again, in particular Turner and Freeman. Uh, the two of them combined were, were four for six with three walks. Uh, they drove in a run. Freeman had an RBI in the game. The two of them are still one-two as far as hits in Major League Baseball. They each went two for four tonight. So that means Freddie Freeman's got 156 hits, and Trace Turner is still one behind them at a 155. I know Trey talked about it post game with Kirsten about how he's trying to catch him, but he still can't just get—he he can't seem to get over the hump. I think this is one of those things, the fun things we can kind of look forward to the final six weeks of the season here is this competition between the two of them.
2: Absolutely, 100%. I think it's great that both of them open open up and talk about it. You know, like, hey, yeah, we're enjoying this and <laughs> we're competing. And that's great. I think fans love that mm-hmm. to say, hey, these guys are not just like, hey, it's all about business and let's not talk about <laughs> it because, you know, you're going to jinx me. No, no. I talked to Trey Turner about it, you know, about a couple of weeks ago. He's like, yeah, you know, Trey and I keep tabs on it. And, we have fun with it, and guys in the clubhouse paying attention. Who's going to get two today, and who's going to catch him, and all that kind of stuff. So it's refreshing. But you know, you're also talking about two of the most prepared and toughest at bats in the game. So it's not pure luck. They they put their work in, and they understand situations. They understand situational hitting. They're not out there, uh, as Trey Turner said. I'm not a third to walk. You have a bat in your hand. You're yeah. out there to get base hits. The advantage he has over Freddie is. That he obviously gets a lot of infield hits, which is part of his game. Mm -hmm. Hits a lot of balls on the ground. Um, But, Freddie, man, to get those base hits, it's pretty much every single edge of scoring a baseball. And it's absolutely remarkable and amazing what he does every single day.
0: Well, looking forward to the next road trip. Dodgers head to Miami for four. Then it's off to New York for three against the Mets. They won't run into Max Scherzer. He's pitching on Sunday. And uh, will not miss the. Well, he'll miss the Dodgers in that three-game series at Citi Field in New York. That's too bad. I'd love to see Max Scherzer against the Dodgers, but uh, nonetheless, a, a fun road trip coming up for the Blue. Jose, I appreciate it.
2: You got it, my friend. Welcome to Miami.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There he goes, Jose Motas the Dodgers get the win tonight, 12 to six over the Milwaukee Brewers. The Dodgers' matching number now 19 to clench the NL West. 866-987-2570. We go out to the phones. Henry in Santa Monica, you're on Dodger Talk with Tim Cates. How you doing, Henry?
1: I'm good. How are you guys? Doing Very good. good. actually, after a nice win. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I I have to really just agree with what Jose said. It's been amazing to see Freddie just square up every single at bat. Him, him, him pulling, pushing, everything he just touches is insane. But what I wanted to call in about was the Andrew Heaney discussion come postseason where I don't really, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't see him playing a starting role because you're saying we need three, maybe four. We have Urias, Anderson, Mm -hmm. Gosling. The big question mark is Kershaw, so I'm not even going to bring him up. But I'd rather be seeing Dustin May on that fourth start than Heaney because Heaney is prone to give up these home runs. I, I, Dustin May wasn't like they rushed him back. Right, he spent I think it was at least a month down in Oklahoma. So it's like, do we even really need to be discussing Andrew Heaney starting in the
0: postseason?
1: Like I, starting, I'm not saying coming in in the bullpen game or however they operated, but right. a start.
0: Well, I think I think time will tell, and I appreciate the phone call there, Henry. I, I if if he had to ask me right now, he's not certainly. I, I just don't I don't think he's one of your top three starters out there in a playoff series. But between now, August 24th, and October, when the playoffs start and the Dodgers play the Divisional Series, they're going to have to figure out who's going to be one of those other starters. Could it be a Dustin May? Absolutely. Andrew Heaney starts stringing together more outings like this. He's certainly going to throw his, hat, his name into the hat. Do I think he's going to be a part of that discussion ultimately? No. But is he ultimately going to be a long reliever on this Dodgers playoff roster? That I don't know. How many arms can you carry? I mean, you know, some guys are going to get left off this roster round to round. We've seen it happen before, and it has to do with matchups. It has to do with who they're going to play in that divisional series. And depending on who it is and what their lineups look like, that'll play into what the Dodgers ultimately decide to do as far as their bullpen is concerned, how many lefties, how many righties, who they're going to go with. And I think a guy like Caleb Ferguson is not a gimme for this postseason roster. There's There are guys right now that are, borderline playoff roster, in my opinion, and they need to still show me what they can do the final six weeks of the season. They just do health-wise and performance on the field. I mean, Bruce Dargradle has got to stay healthy, folks. Bruce Dargradle has looked good the last couple of nights, but he's been hurt. He's been on and off the IL. Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, we love number 22, the Hall of Famer, but he's got to prove that he's going to be healthy come the first week of October. So there's still a lot of time, a lot of decisions will be made between then and now. But certainly, Andrew Heaney tonight, a solid six innings, giving up the two runs on four hits, striking out 10 to get his second win of this season. Dean, leaving Dodger Stadium tonight after a Dodger win over the Brewers. Dean, how you doing?
1: I'm great, Tim. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Doing good.
1: Yeah, we were we were sitting uh, in left field and, and uh, we thought Gallo had that, that catch. I mean, a couple nights earlier, he was like the player of the game. Yeah, right. With the throw and the – The diving catch, yeah. So, yeah, it looked like like he just – he kind of slowed up a little bit.
0: He misread Um, it. He he kind of moved in and then he moved back. And I don't think he realized how much it was taking off on him. And by the time he can get up, it wasn't a, a good jump and just goes off the top of his glove. But certainly that ball needs to be caught.
1: Do you think that, that uh, Kimbrell's uh, ego would be messed up if they brought him in in a game like, like tonight's game?
0: Um, I don't think so. I think he's a professional. I appreciate it, Dean. I think he, he understands the situation. If he doesn't, then that's on him. But he knows he hasn't been great coming out of the bullpen as their closer. I know Dave Roberts was asked about it again today and said, you know, he sees Craig Kimbrell as their closer come the postseason. But – At this point you just don't know again there's a lot of questions still between now and october when the playoff starts and a lot of it's going to be well first off it's going to be based off health who's healthy and who's ready to go to make this 26-man roster and then who's pitching well and who fits into the slots as far as who their opponent is and who they're playing and what the lineups look like is it left-handed dominant right-handed dominant what's their bench look like who are going to go with how many lefties how many righties out of the bullpen all that will be factored in. And I think because of that, you can't just assume, you know, for some of these guys in the bullpen, Hey, I'm going to make the roster post season. I I'm in, I- I'm, I'm no doubt about it. That can't be the case. I mean, outside of one or two names, in my opinion, there's a lot of open spots on this Dodger team and keep, keep in mind the bench players. You can only keep so many guys off the bench. If Chris Taylor's not starting or Joey Gallo's not starting. Or Trace Thompson's not starting or Hanzo Alberto's not starting. I mean, they all can't be on the postseason roster. You only got so many spots. I mean, you go on thirteen pitchers, thirteen position players, or you go on fourteen pitchers, twelve position players. I mean, you, you start to limit what your bench looks like and how deep your bench is if you carry a lot of pitchers, and vice versa. All of a sudden you carry more bench players, you got less pitchers to choose from. So uh that's where that's where the strategy comes in place, and that's certainly where Andrew Freeman and Brandon Gomes and this coaching staff will all put their heads together collectively and figure out this postseason roster. Remember, it's round to round, so just because a guy makes or doesn't make the roster the divisional round doesn't make doesn't mean he won't be on the roster the next round. We saw that with Jock Peterson a couple years ago. Wasn't on one of the rounds and then was on the next round. So um, it's a series-to-series series, uh, transaction, if you will, as far as the roster is concerned. Time now for the Daniels Jewelers Home Run Forecast. I want to congratulate Jennifer Bergees. Of Lake Elsinore. Congratulations, Jennifer. She receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card for playing the Daniels Jewelers home run forecast. For your chance to win a $50 gift card, all you got to do is go to am570lasports.com, keyword home run. Did you miss it earlier today? Football and basketball do big reveals in the offseason. When the schedule gets announced, it's a whole production for the NFL. Schedule release day. Well, today was scheduled release day for Major League Baseball. On August 24th, during the 2022 season, they announced the 2023 schedule. Now, what's different? Next season, every team in baseball will play each other. It's a balanced schedule. You'll have 52 divisional games, 64 games in the same league, and 46 interleague games. The change is you'll no longer play a team 19 times in the division. Dodgers won't see the Giants, Padres, Rockies, and Diamondbacks 19 times anymore. It'll be down to 13 because you're now going to play every team in baseball, not just some divisions and miss some divisions some years and then it rotates. Uh-uh. It's a balanced schedule now. Everybody plays everybody beginning next year. The Dodgers will start next season on Thursday, March 30th. At home against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the season will end on October 1st in San Francisco. If you're wondering, the All-Star game next year, Tuesday, July 11th at Safeco Field in Seattle, the site of the 2001 All-Star game. They'll be back in Seattle next year. As for the Dodgers, because they're playing everybody again, that means they'll play the Astros. They'll play the Boston Red Sox. They'll play the Texas Rangers. They'll play the New York Yankees. And they'll play the Yankees June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. They'll host them at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers, and get ready for this, Dodger fans, June 23rd, 24th, and 25th next year, the Houston Cheatin' Astros will come to Dodger Stadium for a three-game set. In July next season, the Dodgers will return to Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. First time since the World Series in 2020, they'll be taking on Corey Seager and the Texas Rangers. August 25th, 26th, 27th, next year, Mookie Betts will be returning to Boston and Fenway Park. So some of the most notable games, Yankees, Red Sox, Corey Seager and the Rangers, and of course, those cheating Astros will be coming to Dodger Stadium. There's no hiding There's no no getting around it this time unless they want to bury themselves on the injured list. June 23rd, 24th, 25th next year, Dodgers-Astros at Dodgers Stadium. So the schedule came out today. You can find it at Dodgers.com. Start making your plans, your summer schedule, and vacations to see the Dodgers on the road. How cool would it be to see Mookie Betts and the Dodgers at Fenway Park in August next year? If you want to go to Texas, see Corey Seager, Former Dodger, now Texas Ranger, play host of the Dodgers down in Arlington. That could be fun. How about the New York Yankees coming to Dodger Stadium next June? That's always fun. So there you go. The 2023 schedule is out. Those are some of the notables. The season starts March 30th against the Diamondbacks and will end on October 1st against the San Francisco Giants. Well, as far as tonight is concerned, Dodgers get their 86th win of this season. Their magic number is now 19 as they beat the Milwaukee Brewers 12-6 behind Andrew Heaney, who wins six innings to get the win, his second of the year. The Dodgers not once but twice bat around in an inning, scoring four runs in the first, four more in the fourth, two for four from Austin Barnes, including a home run and four ribbies, two more hits for Freddie Freeman, and two more hits for Trey Turner as the Dodgers get the win 12-6. to All right, that's going to do it. Many thanks to Colin Yee. Many thanks to you Dodger fans for being a part of the show. If we didn't get to you, we'll get to you tomorrow night on Off Night Dodger Talk. Dodgers off tomorrow, flying to Miami to start a seven-game road trip. Four against the Miami Marlins. It's a wraparound series, as they call it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the fourth game on Monday. Then they'll fly to the Big Apple City Field Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for a showdown against the New York Mets. That's the road trip coming up. Off-night Dodger talk coming up tomorrow night. Dodgers back at it on Friday. Andrew Heaney gets the win tonight. Tyler Anderson gets the start on Friday. That'll be a 340 first pitch right here on AFI 70 LA Sports. Morocco Casino Dodgers on deck. Gets it all started at 2.30. Coming up next, the Jason Smith Show. Followed by Ben Maller, our buddy. Big Ben Maller. Right here on your home of the Dodgers. AFI 70 LA Sports. So long, everybody. It's
2: like another perfect game.